Well, 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 everyone, um, I wanted to start off by saying this, um, this is only the beginning. I'm not playing, man, this is only the beginning, it's only up from here. I want to deliver that to me that message to y'all, that's not just for me, that's for somebody else out there, it's only the beginning. Don't stop now. God's got major plans for you. Black Wealth Under God. Episode 5, King Breeze, Funky Town, Texas. We here. Let's get this thing started. In Jesus' name, let's get it. So look, um, I want to say this to start. The African-American population represents roughly, according to the census data on there on the official U.S. Census website for 2019, the black population in America, African-American population, represents 13.4, roughly, let's just call it 14%. The African-American population represents 14% of the total American population. But we account for one-third of the spending, $1.2 trillion dollars. Let that sink in while I sip my tea. A third, if you didn't know, was 33%. I'm going to sip this tea. So look, I say that to say this. We got to make better decisions with our money. There's no reason why we, we can't be out here in ownership positions. There's no reason why we can't be out here owning NFL teams, owning NBA teams, owning businesses, corporations. There's no reason why we can't. It's simply directing our funds the right way. And um, I wanted to start that off that way because the topic for this week and, and thank you guys for tuning in this is episode five of the black wealth under god podcast and again i'm your host king breeze um this episode is going to be about budgeting and so the beginning of wealth is having a basic understanding of money and where your money is going we can't move anywhere. We can't do anything without that basic understanding. If you don't know how much money you're making, if you know how much money you're spending, or if you're spending more than you're making, you're lost. And so before I dive any deeper into all of that, what I want to say to you guys, and this is pivotal, pivotal for what I'm trying to do, for what my mission is, for what we're trying to do here at Black Wealth Under God, and that is to educate and to uplift and the only way that I can do that and continue getting this message around is if you guys do a couple of things for me. All my iTunes listeners, I need you guys to stop right now. Go to iTunes or go to Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Give your boy a review. Just, leave, just, just send me the stars if you want. But please, if you would be so obliged, please leave a comment for me. Because in terms of the algorithm and, and how um, the podcast system works, and, and in order to get a little bit more notoriety, 
we got to get those reviews up. And so if you guys wouldn't wouldn't mind taking a second out of your day, I know I know a lot of us got a lot of things going on, but if you wouldn't mind just taking out a second of your day, um, that's how you support a black business, right? That's what we on right now. If you can do this for me, take a few seconds. Go ahead and and, uh, and and hit that up for you, man. And if you got something positive to say, please let leave that in the comment. Uh, if you got some ideas for topics or people you might want on, if you want to come on yourself and you got something to say, come on, man. Leave that in a five-star review. For people who are tuning in through other means, I don't know those platforms as well. I don't think you can leave reviews on like Spotify or Google or, or Radio Public or anything. I'm not entirely sure. But if you can, please do so. And uh, I, I would very much appreciate it. If you If you need to, go ahead and put this on pause. Go ahead and go do that. Uh, so without further ado, man... Let's go ahead and jump off into this episode. Let's talk. Let's get this topic started. Again, we're talking about budgeting. Ain't nothing changed, man. I got a scripture for you guys. The only thing that might be a little different is today I actually have one, just one, and that's Proverbs twenty-one and five. And so while I stall a little bit here, I never it never fails. I never have the verses pulled up like I should. So I'm getting that pulled up now. Uh, in Proverbs twenty-one five reads as such good planning and hard work lead to prosperity but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty again good planning and hard work lead to prosperity but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty uh, and so you know how does that come into play well the whole idea of budgeting the whole idea of Having that understanding is to put a plan together. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. Sticking to a budget is not easy for most of us. We would much rather prefer that we spend as we please without thinking about it. A lot of us aren't in that position to be spending and not thinking about it. And so with that being said, it's important to realize that even the rich have a budget. Nobody's out there with the with the understanding or with the lack of understanding of how much money they have in their bank account, let alone how much money that they make. And I think I touched on this before, but you'd be astonished how many people don't actually even know what they make. They get their paycheck, they go to the bank, make the deposit, or they get on their app, they open up Bank of America app, Chase, whatever, and they look, oh, my deposit hit, bad. Taxes got taken out, I'm good, I'm ready to go. So, a couple of things here. I'm going to give you the five Ps. We're going to start right there. Prior preparation prevents poor performance. You get yourself together, prior preparation prevents poor performance. If you have this plan in order, when those things start to come our way that are unexpected, well, we plan for this. 
so we're not shaking. We're not going to perform perform poorly when the peas are trouble, so we're not going to perform poorly when the lights turn on right here because we ready. Coach put me in the game. I'm ready to go. I've been warming up. What's up? It ain't no thing. So the budget and putting your budget in order allows you to be prepared for the unforeseen and to have an expectation about what it, what exactly is happening with the resources that are at your disposal. And so the very first step in making a budget, and I'm not going to break down necessarily why or how you should build a budget or anything like that. What this episode is mainly about is why we budget, what you get from that, and, and that idea, right? Because even though budgeting is a basic concept, and I and I really kind of struggled with this when I was coming up with the episode idea, because to me it is a basic concept, but uh, in terms of financial literacy, I don't think it can be skipped. You know, I'm coming from that world, man, I'm anxious to talk about investing and uh, and all of that, but I, I think um, patience uh, is coming into play here in terms of just kind of breaking this thing down so that everybody kind of, um, when we're talking financial literacy, you know, has those basic building points. And then one of those, obviously one of the, the very first ones is going to be a uh, budget. And so the, the good thing about having a budget is that as again, preparation, being prepared for, for unforeseen circumstances, but you also have an idea of the expenses that you have. Because if you don't have an idea of what what you're spending every month, then you have no idea what's happening. If you have no idea what's happening, then you are not in control. Your money is controlling you. That's never the position that you want to be in. You want to be in the position where you you are the controlling factor here. You are the one that's dictating to the situation, hey, money, go here, pay that, go there, pay ties, hop in that savings account, go to that investment, go to this road here. You know what I'm saying? That's how you begin to build wealth and you have that basic understanding. But we go and stay broke by allowing money to dictate our actions. So a lot of us say, okay, well, only got X amount of dollars, so I can only do blank. Or um, I got this bill, I got this bill coming up that I gotta pay, man. So I can't really do whatever, whatever. And, and while conceptually those are, you know, those are good sacrifices to make and things like that, but maybe if you were a little bit more prepared, you wouldn't have to step back in that situation. Or if you were a little bit more prepared, you could still step back, but the money that you save by stepping back can go somewhere else or be put in a savings account to prepare for another asset or, you know, whatever the case may be down the line. And so budgeting creates that structure because you tell every bit of your income where to go. 
there's no lack of understanding about anything that's happening. I understand I got this electric bill. I understand I got the cable. I understand I got uh, child care. I understand I got, um, you know, water bill, light bill, whatever the case may be. Um, you have that strategy in place. You understand that it's coming out. You know when it's coming out. You know how much you're making, you know, relative to all that. And so you know, or you now have a better understanding of, okay, and this is the next thing that the budget allows you to do is cut out cut out nonsense. So when you start cutting out that kind of stuff, when you start cutting out areas of waste, then that whatever amount of money that you're wasting, you're now able to, again, direct that into a more productive manner. You know, there are some things you can't get around. So you have to start there. You got a kid. Whatever child care is, you got to do that. Whatever that entails for you. Food. You can't go without eating. You got to eat. But y'all not be eating too much. Y'all not be eating too much fast food. Y'all not be doing some of these different things that begins to be a drag, not only on your bank account, but really on your health as well. And um, speaking of health, I did not do my check-in. So I want to check in with you guys. Um, be sure that you're always taking care of your physical, mental, um, spiritual health. Because without having all of those things in check, None of this is really going to do you any good. You're not going to be able to enjoy, you know, once you start building your wealth and you start getting to a better space, you're not going to be able to enjoy any of it if you didn't eat too much fast food along the way and uh, and now you're, you're laid up because you're sick and your, your body's breaking down. So physically, you got to get right. Mentally, you ain't going to even be able to get started if your mental ain't together. Spiritually, Man, if you're spiritually lost, man, you're not going to be giving back. You're not going to get the fulfillment out of the wealth that you create if your spirit isn't in the right place, man. So wanted to pause, say that, um, take care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, and uh, and just stay on top of that, man. But getting right back into it um, in terms of budgeting and, and, and just the benefits that come with that, um, obviously planning, goal setting, but you have that sense of control. And so when you when you have that sense of control, when you know what, what's happening, you know what's going on, now you have less stress. How many of us out there could use less stress? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. It don't matter if you're sitting in the car right now by yourself. Raise your hand, man. If you, if you can use less stress in life, and that's all of us. All of us could use less stress. And so having an understanding of your finances is exactly what you're going to get. You're going to reduce surprises because you're going to have uh, a space in there for saving. It doesn't matter if you're saving $5 a month, $10 a month. It does not matter. What matters is knowing this money's going here, this money's going there, all of the necessities, all of the needs that you have. And again, Budget allows it allows you to highlight areas of waste. And so if you've highlighted those areas and now you can say, okay, I'm spending 
$600 a month on eating out, fast food, dates, whatever you want to call it, let me dial that back to 200 Now that extra 400 gets directed to another place that's way more constructive. If you're throwing your money down the drain at McDonald's every month, why don't you take that $400 and go buy you some shares of McDonald's? Now, instead of throwing your money down the drain or throwing it in your stomach, you're throwing it in your bank account. Dividends coming in. So you got you to gotta have this sort of long-term perspective whenever you're talking about money. Yes, there are quick ways to earn. There are a lot of quick ways you can do this, that, and the third. Uh, but in terms of sustainability, that's the type of mindset, the type of things you have to be thinking about in order to begin to uh, create a space or a place of wealth for yourself and for your family. Um, and debt management, man. Debt and the ability to manage it is so important. And I talked about that last episode with just that, having that understanding of debt. When you have a budget set, whatever whatever debts you have, you have to have something in place that you're paying those things off. When you have something that's that's set in stone like that, and you're saying, "Okay, hey, I'm using X amount of dollars every month to pay to pay down this debt." When you begin doing that, you see little by little that start get lower, getting low. Hey, look, I just paid off a credit card debt, man. Just paid it off last uh, beginning of the month, I think last month, uh, towards the end. Man, it feels so good to look at that credit card and see that zero. Credit score went up. Like, it's, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not to say that I'm debt-free or anything like that. Still got my car note. <laughs> I still got student loans. Like, I still got a lot of stuff on my plate, man, in terms of debt. But knowing that I've knocked this one piece down and we still on the way, it's really encouraging feeling. So every time that you do that, every time that you knock one of those things out the way, you build up, you know, you just build your spirit up, man, and you keep knocking it down, knocking it down, knocking it down till eventually, you know, and it might feel like it's going to take forever, man. But when you get, if you get bonus money, get a surplus of cash some kind of way, you put that towards those, uh, towards that debt and you begin to eat into that principal amount. Watch how this stuff starts to work its way down, man. I'm telling you, and this is not something I have not done. And so, and then as you begin to, you know, have your have your finances in place, you'll get to the point to where one day you'll be able to say, oh, I'm just going to pay that off. And that's going to be a nice feeling, right? Like, just sit here and imagine how it would feel to say I'm debt-free. Like, just take just take five seconds and just... debt free like that would be amazing i want to feel that i know somebody else out there wants to feel that and so having that budget in place allows you to work your way towards 
um, that realization and that, <laughs> that 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 space, man, where you can take that deep sigh of relief and saying that I no longer owe anybody. And just biblically, man, it's not good to be in that place of of owing. It's not, and I've talked about how debt can be used for good, but just biblically speaking, how we get in our how we get ourselves into these predicaments is by not utilizing debt in the right way. And so when you don't do that, you end in these get up you end up in these spaces where now you're owing a bunch of people and now you've got super high interest rates, now your credit is bad because you can't pay all this stuff and now you don't want to look at your bank account, so you don't create a budget and and things just begin to snowball and, and now you're just in a place, man, where you're drained emotionally and you just you just don't want to deal with it. And so if you're in that place, this is somewhere for you to start. This is not this is not easy. It just isn't. So start here. Whatever you have, go in there and begin to, to cut out the fat, trim the fat, and then watch how it pays dividends in the end. And so, you know, I mean, budgeting is just really, it, it's really a positive habit. Budgeting can, can go in a number of different ways. Budgeting is not only for your financing, but you can budget your time as well. Having a sense of where your where your time is going, like we've all been in those situations, right? Where you look up and like it's it was Monday one day and then now it's Friday. You know, like it's one thing if you 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 got your head down, you've been grinding. It was Monday, now it's Friday. That's one thing, but if you you get to that place, it was Monday, now it's Friday, and all you had to show for it is. Man, Umbrella Academy show was good. The Office show was good. Parks and Rec show was good. Breaking Bad show was good. If that's all, and there was a lot of white shows. And The Wire show was good. (laughs) And New Jack City show was good. (laughs) Right? But, uh, no, man, that's besides the point. But but you get it, right? Positivity. Having a positive environment, having um, a positive habit that you've built in terms of finances, right? That that projects to other places when you start seeing how um, having this plan in place frees you up in other areas. Then you can begin to apply those the same principles that you have for your finances that you can then push that into your time or just just other places when you're working out being more productive, being more efficient with your time, being efficient with your money. It's just one more way of, of trimming the fat from life and, and using your time more productively, using your finances more productively, using your resources in general more productively. And so creating this budget, doing all these things, having this plan in place. On the super positive side, we talked about paying off debt. But when you have that understanding, you have these things set in place and you're directing your finances to go this way and that way. Well, whatever your financial goal is, and you want to, again, always have a goal, (laughs) 
be shooting for something, whether it's to save more, invest more, pay off debt, you got to have some kind of goal in mind because this tends to be easier when you have an end goal, when you have some sort of um, points that you're trying to score. And it, it, it simply accelerates that. Whatever that timeline is, when we talk about debt, you got your debts and, you know, before you might not have been paying it, but now that you got your budget set in place and you've been paying it, well, now, instead of your loan being paid off and we're, you know, talking um, car notes, instead of you taking the full six years to pay your car note, now it's four and a half years, now it's five years. Whatever it is, it's not six because you've been paying on it, because you've been paying a little more. When you get a bonus, you pay a little more on it. You know what I'm saying? So that, that accelerates those goals. Um, budget helps you save. You've got to have a column in that budget or a line item for how, for how much you're going to save. When you have that in there, now you're prepared for whatever life throws your way, whether that be I don't know, tires, you know, you got to blow out, got to get a new tire, um, emergency room visits, you know, those, those are the type of things that saving will allow you to not necessarily expect, but because none of us, you know, none of us wants emergencies to happen, right? But, but it's life, things happen, you know, tires are going to pop, you're going to run over a nail, you know, you're going to have to make an, uh, pay for an an unexpected prescription or something like that, you know, it is what it is. And so when you have that in place, you're able to save, you're able to be a little bit more well-prepared for when those situations do arise. And and then once you begin to build up that savings, you've got your three, four months of savings set up. Well, now, now we get to the fun part. Now we start investing. Now we start getting stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Now we start getting into all that. Now we start buying real estate. Now we start opening up businesses and, and, and we start investing into ourselves. And when we begin to build wealth. Cause you gotta but you know, you gotta start somewhere. And it starts with the budget. And so at the end of the day, we talk about black wealth under God. We start about uh, we talk about financial literacy. These are the places that we got to begin. And, you know, you might be, a, you might be whatever age you are. You might be old. You might be young. You might consider yourself, you know what I'm saying, 19 and you, you know what I'm saying, 37, you know, <laughs> whatever the case may be, man. Um, it does not matter where you are in life. That That's the point you can set these principles in order. The younger, the better, obviously. And so if you listen to this, man, go sit down with your kids and have a talk about money. Break down the savings or break down your checking account. Say, hey, look, these are the bills I got to pay. Because, man, it's wild. It's wild, man, getting out here in the world and having no idea what bills actually look like. Like, Coming from parents that might not necessarily, like your parents will tell you that 
you know, you don't understand. You don't, you know, you don't know what bills I pay. You don't got no job. You can't, you don't afford nothing. You can't afford nothing in here. I paid for the clothes in your back. That's all true. But when you are building something and when you're trying to explain something and, and get to a place to where um, you might not necessarily have to, have to worry about certain things, certain expenses, and you want that to continue, not only while you're alive, but while you're gone, and so your children can continue that legacy, it's important that you start them from a young age explaining the basics of financial literacy. So they need to understand how to budget. So they need to understand, you might not necessarily have to show them exactly what you're paying every month, you know, that you don't have to do that, but you want to break down the idea of understanding how much money you have, understanding the necessities, things that you have to pay for, i.e. food, gas, you know, things like that. You wanna you wanna make sure that they have that basic understanding so with that so when they get out there in the world, it ain't hitting them like a ton of bricks. And like, oh man, I wish somebody would have told me. Like you <laughs> you don't want your kids going through that. And then I don't have any kids. But I you know, I I had an understanding of what um expenses sort of look like I didn't know amounts things like that but I had an understanding of and I don't really ever remember having like a sit down talk with any one of my parents and like breaking down a checkbook or anything like that um but just having the understanding that this ain't free when you know that you know stuff ain't free ain't nothing life Ain't nothing in life free. When you have that understanding, you have an idea about this costing that, and you know you're not just you know you're not just getting random Christmas presents. Like Christmas costs money. Like you know, no disrespect to Santa, you know, OG, but hey, Christmas costs. You know, Santa. You know, somebody gotta. Feed Santa, Santa's reindeer. Somebody got to pay for the milk and cookies they're going to leave on the table for Santa Claus. So, so the money got to come from somewhere. You know? I mean, I guess you could stack teeth under your pillow to make sure the tooth fairy, you know, saying she keep you tight. But there ain't that many teeth in the world. <laughs> but anyway, man, excuse me. I bumped the mic. But all that being said, I say all that to say, man, Building wealth, breaking generational curses, building generational legacies. For a lot of us, it's going to start with us. There ain't that many black billionaires out there. But I tell you what, you're listening to one. And I ain't there yet. But I'm going to be. And, um, I'm, and I hope you guys come along for the ride. And I hope I'm not alone. You know, the whole idea of this, again, is to build up the community. I don't want to be the only one. What's better, what's better than one billionaire? Two? Five? Ten? Some people out there that's going to do better than me. 
And it, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that I might inspire the next person to do whatever they inspire somebody else. And so now we built this chain and now our community is different. Now our whole community, the vibe is just different for everyone. We all living better. We didn't we didn't move out the hood. We made the hood better. We didn't, we didn't move our kids to different schools. We made the schools better. Like, you know, that's the type of things. That's the type of movement that we have to be on in order to, to change this country and change the world. And that's what I'm all about. Um, and, and so if you don't understand any of this or you don't like talking about it, um, man, I am more than happy to sit down and talk with you about it. And, well, COVID-19 times might make things a little different, but I'm, I'm more than happy to have a Zoom call with you and talk about setting up a budget, um, setting up a savings, getting started with investing. I'm more than happy to talk, talk with you about all of that stuff, man. I promise I am. It's fun to me, so it's not going to... You know, take away any sleep from me as I drink my tea. It's 1.55 a.m., so I'm not losing any sleep on this, man. Um, I'm, I, I enjoy it. It's fun. I love it, honestly. So um, with that being said, again, I'm here to help. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to educate. Uh, educate. Again, it's 1.55. I am slightly tired. Um, but yeah, man, this is fun. It's going to keep being fun. We're going to keep learning. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep getting educated, man. Knowledge is wealth. Knowledge is money. Build your knowledge up. Tell your kids to do the same thing. And I'm and again, I'm here to help with any of that. Um, and so moving right along into the next segment, man. Promo time. Well, this week, I only actually have one place. Now, the place is fire. Flame. But I only got one this week. I was kind of slacking a little bit. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of tired. I might have two. I might have three or four of them. But I can honestly only think of one place. Right now, and that's probably because I went there last. Man, I made a I made a slight trick out to Waxahachie. Went to the dessert shop. Caught me a couple of giant chocolate chip cookies. We got the the double chocolate chip. We got the. Uh, I think they had a oatmeal chocolate chunk cookie. Oh wait, oatmeal raisin chocolate chunk cookie. What else? A snickerdoodle. All I can say is, if you're willing to make the drive, it's worth it. Every bite was worth it. No complaints from anybody in my family. Like, everybody liked it. 
So shout out Dessert Shop, Waxahachie, Texas. Um, get out there, get your dessert on, buy you some. <laughs> Tell them Black Wealth on the guy sent you. Tell them tag me on IG. I might tag them. Yeah, shout out to the dessert shop. Um, but other than that, man, just promo on me. Uh, so so make sure you guys are following Black Wealth Under God on Facebook, um, Instagram, Breeze Talks A17 on Twitter. You can email me at blackwealthundergod at gmail.com. Tell me guys what you got. <laughs> Tell me what you guys are interested in hearing about, what kind of conversations you'd like for me to have, um, any guests that you'd like to be on the show. I'm, I'm currently putting a list together of people that I want to be on the show, and I'm trying to figure out how to do the two people on a podcast in different places thing. So if you got, if you know how to do that, hit me up. Shoot me an email. You know me. Shoot me a text. Hit me up on Facebook. Uh, whatever, man. So, uh, again, if anybody else, uh, anybody or out there, anybody you know needs assistance, direct them here. Shout out your boy. I'm here to assist, to guide. They just want to have a money conversation. They want to talk investing. Whatever. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I want all the smoke. Shout out Steven Jackson. Shout out Matt Barnes. Um, so we're going to continue taking this ride together. We're going to grow together. We're going to make some waves in our faith and our culture and on our finances. With that being said, I'm going to let you guys go. Always, always, always listen, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and make sure that you're telling a friend Tag me on IG when you do it. Um, <laughs> man, episode five. Episode five, that's, I think, man, I hope, I hope I've been saying the episodes right. Because I sure did have this marked as episode six when I when I did my notes. Oh, man, now I'm paranoid. Anyway, Black Wealth Under God Pod. Catch you next time, man. We out. In Jesus' name. Peace.